Doc Rivers continues to time and time again not get it when it comes to getting. Oh! Let him play. You bet one one bone to win nineteen. I'm where? What site do you use where you can actually bet one buck? <laughs> they let you do fifty cent bets. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally, like he dropped Superman down like the drain, comes out. Like, God damn it, Superman! <laughs> I don't know, honey. I don't know where he got that from. From Los Angeles, this is Dave in the City, part of the Dit Cow Sports Network. Now here's Dave Medina. Good evening, sports fans, and a pleasure to have you here for the big basketball show. We're here to give you the complete NCAA tournament coverage. Our continuing NCAA tournament coverage this week in the city. And joining us to do so, of course, will be our friend Kristen Syracuse. We will break down all the brackets. We'll give you a quick look at a good look at all the the matchups. And then we'll give you our, our predictions for the Final Four, our championship predictions, and then we will give you some sleepers that we like. I know that everybody has their twelve, their uh, you know their their uh, twelve five upsets and their nine eight upsets and their ten seven upsets and and upsets like that. Um, and maybe we might even call call it for a fifteen two upset. It wouldn't be out of the question in this season where we have a lot going on. But I do think that the you know as we were talking about in previous episodes. You know the, the the one seats are definitely a cut above everybody else. So to get us going, let's now introduce our let's introduce our uh, guest for tonight, and maybe one other guest. We'll see. But but for now, we have one guest for sure, and he is Chris in Syracuse. And welcome to the program, Chris. I am going to let you unmute, and hope that you are doing all right. There he is. How's it going, man? Doing all right. Good to be here, sir. Yeah, good to be here as well. Good to be here as well. We have much to discuss here on this great show, including Doc Rivers once again continuing to time and time again not get it, as is demonstrated tonight against this Philadelphia game against Milwaukee. Uh, and same new team, same scenario. But <laughs> anyway, um, I'm glad you're doing all right. We got definitely a, a good time to get into this tournament and the entire thing is going to take place in Indianapolis tonight. I mean, we, uh, this, this coming weekend and beyond, and that includes the first four. So the first four beginning on Thursday night, which would be tomorrow as we record this program. Uh, definitely a lot of juice there. Uh, it's a good setup. I, I think the idea is just to, to, to institute a semi bubble. It's unique. You get to use more college buildings than you normally do. What's your thought about the setup for this year's tournament? Well, I think it's, you know, they're doing the best that they can. Obviously, that less of a bubble. I think they're calling it a controlled environment. I don't think with that many people, that many teams, you could have, you know, a hard bubble like they did in Orlando with the NBA. I think that would be tough, but they're probably just trying to limit, you know, the amount of uh, exposure to outsiders and uh, hopefully get most of this thing going and most of this thing in, which I, I think they will. I think we said that about a year ago, and yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, how'd that work March, out for us, right? <laughs> March 11th, March 11th, and we're saying, oh, it might be a little weird. They might have to adjust, but they'll, they'll find a way. <laughs> yeah, so much for that, so much for that. But but this year it looks a more promising, absolutely. 
So I'm happy about that. We got in the conference tournament, so we're already a step ahead of, of where we were a year ago. And, and and I think that's a good sign of things to come, I think. We'll see if it, if it holds up. So um, I, I guess that, that's pretty much it. I mean, we can just get right into it. I mean, certainly the I – can, I can add – oh, we're going to overtime. We are going to overtime in the uh, in the NBA. Look at that. It's, it's four-tenths of a second left. I think we're going to go to overtime here. Thank God. <laughs> Do you have that oh, game on? It's a... no, 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 I don't. I got the NIT on. Oh, NIT. Okay. Now, yeah. the game in the NIT right now is, I thought, Richmond versus who? Toledo? Who's that winning? was earlier. They're done. They're oh, done. Okay. Uh, come come from behind win by uh by the Richmond Spiders. Ah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. But anyway, before we start, I, I just was gonna ask you uh to give a you know, give your thoughts on what 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 the conference tournaments are like. I mean, I thought there was a lot of juice. What'd you think? Oh, there's a ton of juice, especially in you know, the conferences where we looked for juice this year, the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. Uh ton of juice in those I've, the the run that uh the run that oklahoma state made look at that run that was a hell of a run and you know they came up against a rested texas team and you, you know both their good teams but oklahoma state the last three weeks it seemed they've just been playing barn burner after barn burner both bedlam games one of them went to overtime the other one was damn near close to it uh they had the Baylor game that they were in for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they had the the cardiac games and the the two cardiac games in the in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. So I think they were pretty well gassed by the time they got to the finals against a, a Texas team who got a free ride. Right, and, uh, right. Got an extra gated off, out. right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I, I kind of missed, you know, that I was on Oklahoma State. I think I got a little too dependent i was a little right i was a little too invested in the emotion of it because you're right it didn't make sense they didn't have anything left and even at that though it's funny they cut it they basically had it cut it down to a one possession game and they still almost at least tied the game after all of that but the fact is it was tough to expect them to beat texas texas is a good team i mean they have a great defense Jericho uh, sims is, is on rail yeah 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 definitely so, you know, as much as Cade Cunningham can bring to the table, and he really did, and he seems to turn it on in the second half, you know. But it, there's only so much he can do. So props to Texas. Good good conference win. And, you know, despite there being, you know, COVID issues in that tournament, they definitely earned it. I, I thought they were a good team all year anyway. So it's a good spot. Yep, absolutely. Of course, we had that, that Illinois-Ohio State overtime game that yeah. we were looking down about <laughs> i guess uh, i'm telling you ohio state was just so irritating all tournament long but look they i don't even They're know what to say to that they, they were up by how many were they, they up by like a whole lot of points and then they forced overtime they still won so it was just a mess that whole game so wait no check i'm sorry uh, i think ohio i think i'm talking about a different ohio state game but but yeah uh, the better team won, wouldn't you say? I mean, I, I didn't think it was – I thought it was pretty clear by the end of it. I mean, Illinois pretty much handled that game almost the entire way. Well, you know, Illinois had, Illinois has uh, – might be getting a little ahead of things here, but they have the ingredients for a deep run. Yeah. They have – you know, they have a guard 
and they have a who's damn good and they have a darn good big man too so yeah. uh they definitely have the pieces the ingredients to uh to go far yeah 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 no 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 question uh let's see other tournaments i mean we covered the big ones pac 12 had a lot of juice a lot of juice a lot of overtime like two overtime games i think one with utah oh. one with ucla oh. and oregon state how about oregon state yeah Coming oregon state Coming out of nowhere. I mean, we saw them all year. We thought, oh, this is a okay team. This is a decent team. I don't know if we saw saw all that coming. And we could segue this into the other kind of quote unquote bid steals. Mm-hmm. You know, with a uh, you know Georgetown. Georgetown, what a, what a run, right? They, oh yeah, they did. They won it for Pat, right? Like I feel like that's right. the scenario. That man gets no respect. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the security guards who are not having it with him, right? That's funny. Quite a show, show my credentials. <laughs> After wearing the lanyard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, was there one other one that was that was kind of considered a bid steal? I know uh, Houston hung on so that there really, really wouldn't be one in uh in the A ten. Because they had to, you know, we had to take out Memphis and Cincy. Yeah. Oh, AAC, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. American, American, American. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I mean, that's kind of the steal of the steal, if that makes any sense. Because Memphis was in that game and then they lost that. But then then they went on to trash Cincinnati, like you just said. And so it was eventually, you know, Memphis had their chances, but it didn't go, it didn't play out for them. Um, yeah, what else? Well, not a, not a bid steal, but got to hand it to Georgia Tech. I mean, uh, ACC being down, but still, yeah. that's, a, that's a decent job. Yeah, I'd say, I think so. I, I think they did. A, I think they did a nice job there. I mean, they're just a, they're pretty hot lately. That's a that's a fairly uh, dangerous team right now. Let me now. ask you this: That's a good. Let's say on that. Like, are they a good team? Because they, they, I kept saying, yeah, they got to beat those chumps, and here they are. You know, like. Well, El- Alvarado, Jose Alvarado is a hell of a defender. He will take the ball away from anyone if you're not careful. Yeah. Yeah, he was feisty for sure. Like he was yeah. stealing the ball. He had a lot of steals in that. I think he had like eight steals, nine steals, a lot of steals. So I think that is an interesting matchup. You know, man, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here too, but. But it was a very surprising win. But it just goes to show you can't just walk up there and then expect to, and then you're just going to win automatically. You have to earn it. And the, the very hard lesson for Florida State that night: you don't just go up there and you think you're talented enough to win. You have to, you have to, you have to play for it. You have to want it. They didn't want it. Oh yeah. Well, uh, there's several teams. If, you, if we had done this show three weeks ago, I would have had them in completely different spots. Yeah. And how I feel about them, and uh, Florida State's one of them. Yeah, I was I was very high on Florida State for most of this season. Yeah, you know they had a they had a COVID pause. It's like, oh, how are they going to come out of COVID pause? They went and they waxed Louisville by like fifty. Yeah, remember that game? They scored over a hundred. But la- last few weeks, they've uh, they haven't looked as crisp, not nearly as crisp. And they're not alone. There are several other teams in that same boat. And on the flip side, there's a few teams that uh, maybe look a little better than they did. Well, I think too. The few, you already hit on two of them, like Oregon State 
and Oklahoma State, the two OSUs, definitely. And then and then going back to the other side, Florida State is is definitely one of those for me too. Like I I, re- I actually I wanted to bet them to win the championship. Now I, I don't want to now. Ooh. That not after that. They didn't get it done in the big spot. Um, the other team I was thinking that was a real letdown recently. Ohio State I think was a big one. They, I don't know about Ohio State. Uh, Michigan for me has been a big letdown the past couple weeks. Uh, yeah, they've been fighting injuries though. Without, I mean, yeah, Livers was at the very end of that, but you're right. Even before then, they they were yeah. looking a little shaky. That's true. Two two weeks ago, I probably would have picked them to win the whole damn thing. Wow. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that now. No, 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 not now. No. You want to talk about another? You want to talk about another team that's really looking shaky and in the tank is Baylor. Yeah, yeah. That I kind of saw. I tell you what, I kind of saw that one coming though, because after that long pause, it's like you're you're just you always look for a reason to (laughs) to crap on Baylor. So. That is fair. What? That is fair. I mean, I I I didn't buy into the most of the season. To be fair, yeah, that's true. Full disclosure, the, I was just waiting the, for that to happen. There no twenty twenty Dayton is what you're saying. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Dayton. I miss them. I, that's too bad. I I can't believe that. It's too bad they couldn't make another run. I I'm bummed. I I would well, like to see them get another were, shot. They were okay at best this year yeah yeah no just okay yeah top half of the a10 yeah yeah it's a tough a10 though i mean i've just man so many tough games in the a10 this year you know all the way down to the end you had like vcu and st bonaventure was just going at it i mean that that really was some tournament and and you had games going overtime it was just nobody had it easy there I mean, I know they're in the NIT, but Richmond had stretches this year where they looked really good. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, everybody wanted to make a big deal when they beat Kentucky, but, uh, uh, you know, that was before we saw that just about anybody has a chance had a chance against Kentucky this year. Yeah, that's kind of right. I, I remember, and it's kind of the same idea with Kansas when Texas trashed Kansas, and I forget, some other team trashed Kansas, and we're thinking, oh, man, these are some great wins, and then you realize Kansas just isn't that good, so it wasn't yeah. – I think Kansas has looked better the past little while. They did well for themselves in the in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they look they look better than they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I I'm not. I didn't really argue. I didn't really argue where they were seated. I think I'm looking at the bracket now. They were seated in where three. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Big Twelve is tough. It's like so. You know what? We both we've all established that the Big Ten is the best conference in college basketball. And the Big 12 is the second best, and it's fairly obvious at this point. So Kansas coming out of there, doing as well as it did, I don't think there's a problem with them being third. Yeah, I think they might be a little overseeded, but, you know, I just hope they're healthy. You know, that that's what, I, to me, that would be the most disappointing thing, to see a good team or a pretty good team go in there mm-hmm. and not, and, you know, because of COVID or whatever, you know, not have everybody there and not have, you know, their best shot at it. I mean, we can go, I mean, we can segue this into Villanova and what's going on with them. <laughs> but, but I mean, injuries have always happened. Right. You know, that's not something new. And it's very unfortunate. I feel very, very bad for Gillespie and 
and the team. You, you know, kid works hard. Yeah, that's why. Great player. You know, uh, hope hope the best for him. But no, it's it's hard. Eh? You know, I mean, now they got they got a real tough matchup. I know you're on it. You really you love that matchup. I love it. Love it. You're talking about Winthrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and again. I, I am surprised that more people haven't gone into it. Maybe, may, or maybe they have. I just haven't looked at it. Maybe I haven't looked at all the sources. But, you know, people, every 12 seed's been getting some run, though. Like, it's not just Winthrop. It's UCSB, which is, I feel like is the most popular 12 seed pick. But then, right after that, Ohio. People love Ohio against, do I have that right? It's, oh, maybe it is, no, no, it's not Ohio, but... The other 12 seed people like a lot is, uh, well. I like Georgetown. I like Georgetown. I like Georgetown, too, because Colorado's been struggling offensively, and I feel like that matches up well with Georgetown. Like, if Georgetown gets in the low-scoring, rugged, rock fight of a game, that favors Georgetown. Like, they can out they can out-ugly anybody else in that kind of a game. It's a good game for them. Uh, no, they, I mean, Ohio is a good pick, but they're a 13 seed. That's the only reason I, I, stopped, I hesitated. Um, and then Winthrop is the one that doesn't really get talked about. Oregon State gets talked about a lot, and for good reason. I think we talked about how, how they've done just remarkably. And against the spread, you know, us being the degenerates we are, <laughs> they're great. They're great in that spot. So When I was thinking about, and call me nuts, just before this one, just before we went on the air, now I haven't looked at a lot of ATS stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm off from work tomorrow. I'm going to try to, you know, immerse myself in that, in that deal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I did happen to see uh Cleveland state, the 15 seed getting 20 points. Yeah. I'm looking at it too. I'm looking at it. too, And, and that's going to be a low scoring game. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, Houston's defense is pretty good. Yeah, I see that. I see that as well. And their offenses can be suspect. Yeah. And Cleveland State is usually almost always a slow defensive team or just, you know, slow on the pace. So mm-hmm. low-scoring game, big number. I love the big numbers in this in in this in in this first round. I'm looking at them like if we look at the biggest numbers and I don't have all of them, but I ha- I'll give you some of them. Like, for example, on day on the first round, um, Friday, you got Drexel getting 23 against Illinois. Could go either way. I'm not really thinking about that one. Um, but Hartford 26 plus 26 against Baylor. Uh, I mean, it is a 16 versus a 1, so I don't want to get too crazy about it. But I do think that they could do a backdoor in that scenario. So, like, am I out of my mind in that one? I don't think you're out of your mind. I'm not sure if it's something I would do. Mm. But, uh, Probably least, don't want. Yeah, you wouldn't put your life savings on it. No, no, no. Yeah, and it just seems like everybody's you know rah rah about the Hartford team and whatever because mm-hmm. you know it's their first trip and they had earned their trip last year mm-hmm. or were about to earn their trip last year and of course it didn't work out and then they came back and got a got it again. So uh, right, right. Seems to be rah rah over them. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. I don't know. I mean, it's just probably just do it for fun. Like, I wouldn't really have a real feel. Um, and then you got uh, Gonzaga will be giving at least twenty 
against whoever the 16th seed is coming out of that Mount St. Mary's. No, is this Mount St. Mary's? No, that's Nor- Norfolk State. Norfolk State, yeah, yeah, Appalachian State, yeah. So they, they're definitely going to get 20-plus, give 20-plus in that one. Um, Texas Southern is likely, yeah, or it, MSM will get. If it's the Mountaineers, that could be a little tough. I don't. Contrasting styles, it's... you think? Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. yeah. yeah. Definitely. Kind of definitely. that St. Mary's vibe, right? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I would do that because you figure that they might even build a big old lead and then they'll just be coasting the rest of the game. So you could probably if they get that inside, like if that point spread is like twenty five or more, you, you could they could they could cover that. I really think so. So, um, so those are some of the big ones. And then uh, we mentioned Cleveland State. That's a great call. Um, hmm. we just gonna get right into this, I guess. <laughs> How about Colgate getting eight and a half against Arkansas in? in their game man i've liked arkansas lately i didn't like that look that they had mm-hmm. in the sec in the sec tournament there yeah. Uh, yeah that was a little rough but uh and colgate colgate's pretty good <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely i feel the same like they've had it i was very impressed by colgate's offense it, it looked really good and, well then, then get re- then get ready for points in that game because uh yeah that's what you know i've been hearing that it, it, should be a lot of points in that one. A lot of points. I don't. I'm not sure if I'd bet the over, but I definitely feel like you'll get points. I just don't know exactly how many. You know, so because uh, you know that's just gonna that's gonna be up and down. Yeah, no doubt. You know, at one point last week, I don't know where where they ended up, but at one point last week, I saw that Colgate was. I don't know if it's because this year broke the system or whatever, but in that net rate ranking or whatever, they were eighth in the nation. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, out of like hundred, like three hundred teams, that's pretty good. I mean, maybe it's a small sample size too, because I know a lot of those teams didn't play a number. Like you know, like they played. I don't think, don't think they played any non-conference games. Yeah, I yeah. think the Patriot League teams didn't play out of their league at all. Huh. I might be wrong on that. I know a couple couple leagues they just did mm-hmm. not play anything that wasn't a conference game. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, so we're looking at it now. Let's let's go ahead, let's go ahead and uh, hone in on this now. So what we're gonna do tonight is we're gonna go through these bra- these regions, and we have a lot of matchups to break down, and we'll get a little more detailed in the in the breakdown tonight uh, as we go through each of these. Um, now we're not gonna go exactly one by one. Like for example, Florida State versus UNC Green Reserve. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about that one, but there'll be some games that we can hone in on. Um, so let's just start in the where am I? Let's start with the number one team in Gonzaga. We'll go to the West, and this is absolutely Gonzaga's. Con- this is exact. This is Gonzaga. Not only the the regional, but I feel like the whole thing is like Gonzaga's thing to lose. This is the best Gonzaga team I've ever seen. Like you know, twenty five years of watching Gonzaga basketball. This is the best team I've ever seen of them. It's a great team. Um, rest of this bracket. In the first round, we can look at, uh, you know, Oklahoma, Missouri is 8-9. Creighton, UCSB. Love the Gauchos. That's one of the 12s. Virginia, Ohio. Very popular pick, Ohio is, to beat Virginia and their COVID issues. USC versus the winner of Wichita Drake. Kansas, Eastern Washington. Oregon, VCU. And Iowa versus Grand Canyon. Uh, I 
think or I will will win. I don't know how convincingly, but they should win. I, I think the Grand Canyon is interesting though. It's a very feisty team. They really had a great great run there in the was the WAC, I think it was. Yep. Yeah. So let's look at the West and these first round matchups there. Well, I I think you're right. I was gonna win Grand Canyon. I mean any any team that's coached by that coach you know, it's going to be a feisty team, but they just don't have what it takes to, to beat Iowa. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to, who's going to match up on the big guy. Yeah. No, nobody from the WAC can match up on, on Garza. Yeah. The size is just going to be insane. Yeah, the, 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 the Size and skill. The WAC does not have a player in that conference that can go against Luca Garza. <laughs> so, uh... Player, you know, a player that you're candidate for much of the season. Much of the season. Um, I thought it went to Jalen Suggs. I'm checking. But either way, Luca Garza is very, very talented at what he does. And, you know, especially within the college level, like he's, he's quite good. Um, let me see. I'm checking to see who won it this year. Nah, they didn't. Maybe they didn't announce it yet. But, but anyway, yeah, I agree. That, that's an easy one. Um, yeah. As far as the rest of the matchups, now, do you see some upsets in those two double-digit games? Like UCSB is a popular one. Are you with that one? Ohio too. I'm not that with Ohio. Okay. Um, I just see too much UVA. I think they, they're still good. Do we? I kind of lost track. Does anybody know how many people they're going to be down, or is, it, is that is I that out th- yet? Or? I don't know, but I heard three. Let me see. They might still have enough to get them through a first round game. Well, it does appear they've got enough to field the team, right? <laughs> so I'm not. I guess if you're talking about how many, um. You know, if they can get a team there, I guess that might be enough. So we we don't have a complete read on it yet. They're still doing the testing and what have you. We'll see. So that was a good question. I, I don't exactly have an answer, but good question. Well, I mean, since I think it's uh, good to mention that uh, Harmon for Oklahoma, he's going to be out because he tested positive. Uh, their second leading scorer. Hmm. Well, the only thing that could be worse than that is if Reeves was out. So if that could be... Reeves or Manic, buddy, even then, I mean, Harmon scores more than at least one of them. Yeah. But uh, And I haven't liked the way Oklahoma's looked mm-hmm. lately anyway. So may, not haven't been huge on Missouri this year. It's just a team that I haven't been able to figure out. There just several teams that I haven't been able to figure out from any kind of standpoint, whether it be gambling or just in general mm-hmm. but definitely definitely the two at the top of my list that i can't figure out missouri and florida if hmm. i did not figure those teams out to save my life this year i do like missouri and i definitely like him against oklahoma uh yeah i, I like him in this matchup too especially mm-hmm. with this news so you were down on Florida. We'll get to Florida later. We're gonna stay in the West for now. You know, I don't know if I'd say if I'd say down. It's just I I never know what's gonna happen. I never know what it's gonna get. You know, mm-hmm. you think it's gonna go one way, it goes the other. And next time you think it's gonna go the other way, and you know they pull the switcheroo. Right. 
sometimes they sometimes their games are in the 150s other times they're in the they're like 134 <laughs> <laughs> sure sure well i mean overrunners are just they're just impossible to figure out at this stage like i i got killed trying to bet totals in the conference round in the conference tournaments it's just it wasn't it's not happening it was, i couldn't figure it out at all it's just oh yeah before we're done, I got to go into what the what the freaking sports well what the whole casino was like tonight. Oh, oh my god, oh my god! Can see why these places stay in business. <laughs> um, like multi-team parlays, like ten ten legs and stuff. People who I've never seen and I'm pretty sure have never placed a regular sports bet. You know, the, uh, I don't know if these kids were like 19, 20 years old, about five of them, groups of them standing around the kiosk. And like the one group was just finding out that they can't bet New York college teams in New York. Oh, Mike. They're like, what? Really? I'm, I'm, I'm at the kiosk next to him. I'm like, Oh, you guys don't do this, do you? And that's, <laughs> you know, I ran and I'm reading an article about how the books really, really like the NCAA tournament, even more so than the Super Bowl, right? Because they tend to win more on the tournament. They say it, one of them said it's quote more of a beer and parlay crowd. Oh boy! Whereas, you know, you get some big, big high rolling bets in the Super Bowl, but sometimes you you know those are based, those are solidly based. <laughs> You know, that makes a lot of sense because you see all these guys are parachuting in. They probably don't watch one bounce of college basketball during the regular season, and they're all acting like they're all doing all these crazy bets, and they're thinking, "I can't lose. I bet all the top seeds." Like, eh. we know about just and it's the whole the whole place was packed tonight. Wow, I don't know if uh, it's just because it's more of a party day and people wanted to get out, and that's something that they can do right now. Right, is go there. Or if everyone thinks that uh, they have the luck of the Irish, no matter what their background is. Yeah. It's that kind of time. And yeah, happy happy St. Patrick's Day, my friend. Yeah, yes. that's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, it was definitely more crowded and more of a hassle than uh, it normally would be walking in at 7 o'clock on a Wednesday night. Mm, right. I was like, oh, get me out of here and get me away from these people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I got Yeah. So, um, the manga, but it, it, but that's what no. makes, like you said, that's what keeps it in business. And that, I think you welcome it in the end, but you still want to be around it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. 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 Wait now, till if you... I, could, if I could actually see their tickets and see what they're betting and follow it, follow it up. Now, now that to me would be hilarious. I was just going to say like, go over there on Thursday morning and then see and Friday morning and then just see what they're betting. Like it would be just pure comedy like the kind of silliness that they get into. So, um, so where are we? We are on the, we are on the, we are on the West. We're, we're, still... we're still in the West. Okay. We're still in the West. I, I don't see, this is one region. I'm just not seeing a ton of the, ton of the upsets. Uh, no, Wichita state can, can be okay. Assuming they come out. And I kind of think they will, but I think USC will beat them. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> You know why? Because Andy Enfield has had many shaky performances over the season with that team. And they've won some of them. They've lost some of them. 
But their ability to put away a game is not great. Like, they seem to give away a lot of leads. That is true. Um, no, how, how do you feel about Oregon these days? It's another team that's a little hard to figure out. Every, they seem to be trending up, at least in people's opinions. Yeah. Recently, but, eh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, they got torched by Oklahoma, by Oregon State, so that really puts a damper in any assessment of them. Yeah, yeah, and I, I wish I could have seen that game, but I could not see that game because I was at the, I was at the sports book with Brian that night, and uh, they do not get Pac-12 Network. Uh, stinks. Which is a drag, but well, it is what it is. You don't have to worry about that now. I mean, now we're moving on. Right. Exactly. Exactly. TBS. We're, we're all People can actually yeah. watch the Pac-12 now, so that's good, but. Um, no, but to be fair, I I don't think that really tamper tamper tempers my feeling with them. I think they're still going to end up being pretty good. I feel like they'll make the Sweet Sixteen regardless. You know, it happens. Like it's a rivalry game. They're not prepared. The other team really has a lot of fire. They're on a roll. I don't think that necessarily means Oregon's any worse. I just think that they just met a bad. They just caught a bad a team at a bad time, and I think they'll be fine. Like I, I do think they're going to have a tough time with VCU. But it doesn't mean that they're going to lose. I think they'll be. They think they'll make it. If they make it past there, they could do things. Now you just heard what I just said. I said they're they're going to the Sweet Sixteen. So if they're going to the Sweet Sixteen, what is the implication? That means they're beating Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna beat Iowa if they meet them. I actually think they'd beat them. I do. Their defense is very good. Very athletic team. It's really the antithesis of Iowa. I mean, Iowa's good, but. I don't know if they really have that kind of backcourt, you know, where they could they, they they could be a consistent threat to get to the basket. So it'll be interesting, you know. I, I think Duarte is terrific, and in a in a big spot, I, he can make the plays. You know, Garza obviously great, but what happens if you triple team him? You know, yeah, you know, you could go to Bohannon, you can go to uh, you can go to McCaffrey, but Wieskamp, Wieskamp too, knock it down. Yeah. But I, I think these guys can go back and forth, and they can come in, they can draw in, and they can kick, come back out to defend the three-point shooters at all as well. Or they could just completely do what uh, Wisconsin did, if you remember, and they just locked down the three-point line. And they're like, you guys aren't going to get anything, so you have to. It, it all depends on Garza. And he didn't have a good game either. They did win the game, but it was a real struggle for Iowa in that meeting, in the, reg- the last meeting they did in the regular season. Do you remember? Yeah, um, my concern with Oregon is on the other end, mm. as if they can score enough. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They had a lot of they they are a very low scoring team, much of the season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I think that's what gets interesting about this kind of a matchup. It's like, on the one hand, Iowa's prolific at scoring, but on the other hand. They're not on defense. Oregon is really good on defense, but their scoring is is pretty bad. It's shaky. So how do you even how do you handicap that? It's like it's tough. But I tend to gravitate towards the better defense in that scenario. So it's a bit more of a hunch than anything. But I do think Oregon's a very I think Oregon can beat them. And in my bracket, I haven't beaten them. So that I. If I get it, I'll be way ahead of a lot of people, right? Because I think more more people will pick Iowa in that matchup. Yep. Yep, you will be. Yeah. Um, I think Kansas is going to win their first-round game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eastern Washington can only do so much. I don't even think they have the size. I, I think... But 
Yeah, yeah. The big sky is over for the last thirteen in the, in the oh, tournament. I didn't know it was that bad, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, since two thousand and seven. Yeah. You know what's interesting though? Like as good as as bad as the big sky well, is. Well, Montana scared Syracuse at one time. Scared the hell right out of them. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Was that back when uh, Tinkle was the coach? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Wow. How about that? So Wayne Tinkle is now with Oregon State. Uh, we'll get yeah. to them later because that's in another bracket. But um, yeah, that's pretty good. And then Kansas, yeah, they'll beat them. But after that, I mean, any expectation of them winning is at best, at best, fifty-fifty. That's being optimistic. I, I doubt they win anything after that. You whether it's USC or Wichita or Drake, I feel <laughs> maybe Drake is kind of pushing it. But the other two, I feel like they're going to have the advantage. You might be right. Yeah, uh, I mean, even though, well, you know, if it's USC, you, you just had some non-complimentary things to say. Yeah, fair. But, yeah, I know that. I know. But Evan Mobley I mean, is think, is great. I pick, I pick USC here. Mm-hmm. I never like picking the team that I have to pick to come out of the, you know, come out of the playing game. Because because what if I pick Wichita State there? You know, two they have to do two things. Yeah, yeah. There, you know. I got you, but you know, if it can work for VCU, it can work. So I, I don't compete. I mean, I I think it can happen, but it's just a lot more work. It's just one extra game you got to win. So that's hard. Like you, it's hard enough to win. What is it like one, two, three, six? Well, to win a championship, yeah. I was just thinking like yeah. to get to the yeah. finals four, but. Um, yeah, but it's hard to do that. Like, it's hard to win one, two, three, three games to get to the final four, or maybe four games to win to go get to the final four. To 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 do and to add another game to that is man, that's just like yeah, stuff. Like it, it's like adding that one more leg to the parlay. <laughs> How many times it's just is that adding it, It's just adding another outcome, which makes it that much tougher. You're right. It's let me let me add this fifth leg because it'll, you know, it'll pay out a little bit more. That's always the one that's going to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going well, one, one too many, one too many egg rolls, and you end up getting in trouble. I guess that's just how. <laughs> not the worst thing. <laughs> not the worst thing, kid. But it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Now let's just get it right to it. Who's coming out of there? I say Gonzaga. Do you say Gonzaga too? Gonzaga, yeah. And yeah, yeah. That's that's to, to me that to me that's probably the chalkiest region I got. Yeah, you know it is interesting though. I I mean I wouldn't surprise me if a whole lot of double digit seeds won their games. I mean UCSB Ohio, Wichita slash Drake, even beating USC would not would not shock me. Eastern Washington and Kansas, no, but VCU could, and uh, and I'll probably leave it at that. So on to the South. Now we got some interesting juice here because I love Winthrop against Villanova. I mean, I can't guarantee they're going to beat them, but it's going to be tough for Villanova to win that game. You know, I've talked to Tommy about it, and uh, he's not feeling the most. He's not feeling very confident in Nova, and he's, they're down. Two of their best players, they're two great guards. I mean, that's it's a tough ask. It really is. 
North Carolina, Wisconsin oh, has an eight. Oh, they'll be just fine, Tommy. They'll be just fine. <laughs> nah, even he wouldn't agree with that this time, though. I think Nova is in a tough spot, really is. So went up a very, very fast team, good defensive team, but small. That's the only thing. They're not a very big. They're not a very big team at all. So that's the only thing that's going to be tricky with that. Because I looked at it too. I looked at the roster. Like there's really not anybody over six nine. Like nobody's significant. So that they will be over over overmatched against any big team. I don't know if Purdue is a big team. I haven't seen enough of them. Uh, uh, yeah, that Williams kid is an absolute beast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that won't be the easiest. Uh, and and. Yeah, they have Williams, and then they have the Edie kid. Yeah, he's like over seven feet tall. Not the best scenario. Uh, that they're they are Purdue's looking good, and they're uh, they have the size. That's for sure. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see. So we're going into. And Winthrop would have no chance against North Carolina if they ever got that far. But so no. But and then the rest of this bracket has Purdue against North Texas. You have your fun with that. I'm probably going to skip that game. That's going to be an ugly game. Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Texas Tech, Utah State, Arkansas. I haven't Bulgate. made a call on that one yet. I have not made a call on that one yet. It's a tough one. It's almost like the same team playing itself in a lot of ways. <laughs> Texas Tech yeah. and Utah State. It's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I you know, um, we'll. See, I just we'll just see. I, I, I just picked. I think I picked Texas Tech, but I don't necessarily think. I mean, I really don't know. I just did it. I had to pick somebody, so I had to pick them. So I just picked them out of just by default. Arkansas Colgate. I feel like this could be sneaky good. This game. Yeah, yeah, I, I really do. I think Colgate could be very interesting here. I mean. We talked about how good their offense is. Arkansas is too. But I do think that of the two, Colgate's more organized with their offense. They they have plays, they run plays, they run screens, they do all those things. Arkansas just takes the ball up and this is kind of I'm kind of stealing other people's material here, but Arkansas takes the ball, chucks the ball, takes the ball, chucks the ball. I have seen this this year. I think they when they played against Missouri and other teams in other teams in conference play, they definitely are not very they're not very or they're Really loosey goosey with the way that they with their shot selection, so uh, it's not my favorite pick, but um, it should be an exciting game. I don't know. I think they should win. I don't know if they're going to win by a lot, but I think the point spread is just about right. So there's that game. You mentioned Florida. You're not you're not sure how to evaluate them. It's a toughie. And then they got Virginia Tech. They really should beat them though. Virginia Tech hasn't been that good. Ohio State, Oral Roberts. Ohio State should win, but I, I honestly wouldn't say. Oral Roberts did have a nice little tournament run as well. So, uh, we should see points in that game too. Yeah, you're right. Oral Roberts really, really, yeah. really, really yeah. big up tempo team, big time, absolutely. Um, you, you know that going back to Florida, Virginia Tech. Talk about a tough one to call because I can't figure Florida out. They look up and down, and of course, you know they're. You know, you got the guy smacking the guy in the face. That's always fun. It's always a good luck. Yeah, not that make like I said. I, I I mean, that's now a team I can't root for. I can't root for them the way I used to because of that. But it's one guy was a 
bad moment, but it's not the whole team. It's just one guy. So what can you do? Um, well, then you have Virginia Tech, who's played like two games in the last like four weeks. Yeah. How do you? Well, they'll be well rested. That's that's the way I can approach that. Yeah, well, they won't be in shape. <laughs> no, it's not always good. I'm just. I guess that's a good point, though. Um, yeah, that's a toughie. I, I mean, I would pick Florida. The better. They're from the better conference. Period. ACC was bad this year. I mean, I think people have been afraid to say that in the mass media. They have been a bad conference. Uh, they have just been – they're just not good. I mean, two teams – wait, wait, wait. Two teams, yeah. Well, two notable teams, I guess, um, didn't make it. Louisville and Duke. And North Carolina is in there, but and Virginia is in there, but they look shaky. Um, Florida State had a bad finish to their conference run. But even before that, they were having bad performances against Notre Dame and others. So it's it's not a good conference to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with a lot of these. Um, any other thoughts as far as the South? Uh, I just want to go back. To, so are we both calling Baylor to be the first one seed out of this thing? <laughs> Probably. You know, let's look. Between the four teams, I don't know. I mean, I would have said that before Livers got hurt. I would have absolutely said that. But now with Livers hurt, I feel like it's a wash. It could be either Michigan or Baylor, and it might even happen at the same time, to be honest. So, and if it happens earlier, it's probably just because they play one day earlier than the other. But, and I'm not even sure of that. I'm going to check that right now. But, um, yeah, I uh, I think I'll to still be, say Baylor. Yeah. I mean, to to me, looking at you know the the four teams up in Baylor's pod, there, you know, uh, I think UNC's more together right now than they have been most of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think talent's a huge issue there. You no. know, they they don't. They don't shoot the ball that that well from the outside, but if they can get out and they can run, you know they then they have a good shot. And no one seems to know what's up with Baylor right now. Um, yeah, ba- well, yeah, that's kind of this is like the worst time to be a Baylor fan is like the tournament. Like they seem to always save their worst for last. <laughs> <laughs> so I would trust North Carolina over them in that scenario. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely would. So, and I'm, I've been down on Wisconsin most of the year, so I don't see that happening. Yeah, it's just tough for me to visualize Wisconsin beating anybody at this point. But but they did. I mean, they've beaten teams. Like they they who did they beat recently? Was it it wasn't Iowa? Was it no no? Because Iowa beat them. I may think it may have been Rutgers, or maybe had that reverse. Maybe Rutgers beat them, but. I thought Rutgers beat them. Yeah, I think Rutgers beat them. That's what happened, yeah. So that just adds to our point, though. Like, we can't really trust this team right now. So, yeah, I, I'm not being, you know, Wisconsin, it's a bit of a mess, too. And I think Michigan State killed them. I'll check. I will check that. Uh, I don't have, yeah, like, I'm, I don't want to drag down the show. But, but yeah, so there, there we have it there. So you think that Baylor will go down? So what that means is we have to pick someone else to win the the South. Who do you have winning the South? 
I'm not 100% there yet, but it, it might be Ohio State. Ooh. Well, that's interesting because I know you've been down on them too. But... Well, I know I was down on, on wagering on them because, mm-hmm. I mean, they'd win the game, but stuff that they'd put you through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. The good thing about the brackets, you don't have to bet it against the spread. <laughs> so... That's fair. Or call me, call me crazy. Purdue. Yeah. Well, Purdue could do it. But you said Ohio State's official pick. Purdue. I, look, I would tell you, if it was Ohio State, Arkansas, Florida, Purdue, Texas Tech, North Carolina, or let me say, did I say Purdue already? Well, let me say it again. Yeah. Purdue. If any of those teams made the final four, I wouldn't be surprised. That's the kind of conf- that's the kind of regional we're talking about here. The only team I feel like I'd be a little surprised if they got in there is actually Baylor, surprisingly enough. But that's just that's just my feeling with Scott Drew. I've never been a fan of his in a big spot. So I mean, you saw a little bit of that. Like they got tight in I'm trying to remember what the game. Well, certainly against Oklahoma State they did, but they did it again earlier. I think against West Virginia. And and they were, uh, and then they did it again against who I forgot, but not not big on them in this time this time of year. So, um, well, yeah. Round of applause, Chicago Bulls. Round of applause. What happened? They won? No, maybe. No, not. no, no, no. They were they were up going into the fourth quarter and then got outscored thirty nine to nineteen. Jeez, oh, it is that kind of night in the NBA. My goodness, my goodness, it is that kind of night. You have the Cavs beating the Celtics. I told you about the Clippers. They did lose. I mean, sorry, the Clippers, uh, the Sixers. They lost in overtime to the Bucks, one hundred nine to one hundred five. But oh, the- hey, 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 yeah, I still got the under. Still got the under. You got the under too. Oh, okay. Looks like, it looks, looks like the Warriors should hang on and cover cover the 11 here okay that's good i mean next uh we'll, we'll throw we'll throw a ticker tape parade next time houston wins the game <laughs> yeah wow no, anyway, good job out of you latching onto that train when you did Jeez, rough um okay so uh, continuing our coverage, so we've done two brackets. Let's go to the next, the next one, and we'll go to the Midwest. And I feel like here, the the uh, the teams that beat are a little more co- clear cut. But even there, I don't feel like it's a necessary. It's a real lock. So I have Illinois coming out of the coming out of the Midwest. I'm just getting that out of the way. I do too, but they got It's the no. It's that second game that's going to be the. They can get by that second game. That's no picnic. No. It's either going to be Loyola or Georgia Tech. And that game in itself is a good game. Like Loyola, Chicago, one of the great teams, one of the better teams all year. I know I've been down on them, but they're a good team. They're a very, very good team. They played very well, and they played tough teams, too. down on them. I don't know. I, I think I'm just thinking, well, this can't last. This can't last. And then they win the Missouri Valley Conference. And I'm like, no, that, I think I need to let go of that. Like, they're good. They're a good team. 
they're a good team. Although you'll appreciate this, I picked Georgia Tech to beat them in the <laughs> the bracket. Uh, I'm like the only guy that picked them too. Like yeah, I don't a lot of people. Good. It's hopeless. It's hopeless. But look, I'll be happy if they won. I'll, like I'm not. I'm not going to be that kind of. I'm not going to get bitter over it. That's not. That's not fair to them. So. I'll take it. We got Sister Jean calling in a favor from up there. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. I think it's so cool that Sister Jean's in the mix yeah. this year. Yeah. Super cool. So I'm really happy to see that. Um, so look, Loyal, Loyal is a tough, tough team and well-coached team. It's just it's tremendous. Um, Georgia Tech could provide an interesting challenge, but I, I think they should. Loyola should win that game. Tennessee, Oregon State. Different story. I don't think I don't feel like Tennessee has any expectation. I feel like Oregon State has a real opportunity here. I like him here, but if Tennessee wins, it wouldn't surprise me either. I feel like this this really is a fifty fifty game. Tennessee's definitely on that list with, yeah. for me with Florida and Missouri, and I can't figure them out. Oh, it's tough. It's and I think what it is is that, you know, their defense is terrific. They're really they have really really good length, but when it when they have a lead and there's like three minutes left, they just sit on the ball and they keep trying to drain the clock and they're not playing their game, and that's what gets them in trouble. Bounce. That would you say Rick bounce? Barnes. No, I said Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes, yeah, well established. His that reputation, Rick Barnes, absolutely. It's the big. It's the big spots because as a regular season coach and all that, if you believe in that kind of thing, they do it solid. Yeah, <laughs> but his record speaks for itself. But man, he's come into the tournament with some uber talented teams. Yeah, yeah. And disappointing at times. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are we looking at here? Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, so now what we're looking at is um, what else? The rest of this. Oh, so Oklahoma State against Liberty. I mean, that's one you don't want to overthink. I think Liberty is a good team, but I think Oklahoma State will win. There's not much to say yeah. there. Great yep. team. Right. And Kate Cunningham. I doesn't seem like the kind of team that can deny Kate Cunningham. He's just great. So I think you know Liberty's defense is what I mean, I'm sure it's fine, but I just I just don't think I think it's just going to be too much for him. Yeah. Yeah. So we agree on that. San Diego State, Syracuse. We'll be on different sides of this one. But I will say, I think Syracuse will win. But I'm not going to say that with any level of confidence. I just think this could be a very good game. And I feel like it could be a one-possession game, right? Don't you? Yeah, it could, could turn into a rock fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, rock fight, absolutely. I mean, what's interesting is that Syracuse's pace of play is actually really high this year. So unlike yeah, most but, Syracuse yeah. teams. Well, they do like to get out and run if they can, and they always seem to like to do that. But if they don't, then they it slows down. Mm-hmm. And also, and also, the more winning Syracuse does, the worse that that pace of play is going to look. Mm. Because James Arthur loves at the end of the games to five minutes to go, we're up ten, bounce, 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 <laughs> bounce, bounce, See? and people and people around here kill him for it. Oh yeah, kill him for it, especially when. Because inevitably, the other team makes a run, and sometimes they lose. Or even even if they don't, if they you know, they take a twelve point lead and ends up a one possession game, people get all 
all in a tizzy over it. But yeah, it's one thing that people up here, if they're not Bayheim fans, that is one thing that they will really latch on to is him, him calling off the dogs and just trying to shorten the game with four and five minutes to go. Mm, right. Well, but it's kind of an inverse thing. Like I said, the more that they're ahead and the more that they win, the more those last possessions are going to drag out. It's weird. It's a weird spot. I mean, you kind of wish they wouldn't do it that way, but you get, I mean, it, it, I, I can see the logic at least behind it. You can see where he's coming from. He'll, he'll tell you he's won doing that more than he's lost doing that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but when has he won and when has he lost, you know? In in the tournament, you can't really afford to lose a game like that. But we'll see. We will see. Um, I mean, I mean, it's 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 going to be tough. I mean, Syracuse is actually playing the best that they've played. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the ACC team, and you're going to say that they're bad, and you have to say that Syracuse is one of the ones that's playing mm-hmm. the best right now, even though that. Well, they did, have a, they did have a nice run. I mean, it was like a bunch of games. Uh, who did they beat more recently to get, you know, kind of the lead into the ACC tournament? But I remember telling you it was a huge win. Might have been Pettit. Might have been. State. Could have been. If I look at their schedule, I'll figure it out. Let's see. Yeah, but, they beat NC State. They, uh... Oh, in the tournament, yeah. In Virginia, of course, we talked about. No, no they lost to Virginia, I'm sorry. But lost to Virginia in the last second like shot. Other beater. But a great game, you know. They they held up, which is exactly what they usually needed them to do. Like they didn't necessarily have to win the game; they just needed to win. You know, they just needed to, to to have a good game against those guys, and they did. Um, so yeah, the game I was looking at was North Carolina. Yeah, that was a great win. That was a yeah, great. Well, North win. Carolina, Clemson, and then NC State. Mm-hmm. They they beat NC State three times this year. Yeah, yeah. So it was a good. It was a. You felt good going into that game, and they won by a lot. Twenty one. Twenty one points. I mean, if you. I mean, if you take out the two, the two losses at home to Pittsburgh in the season was a lot better. <laughs> well, you all know that that's a tough spot because Pittsburgh and them always seem to be at each other's throats during those games. In one of those games, Syracuse was up and let them back in. Just yeah, we were, were talking. Yeah, just like you said, we were talking about. Yeah, I, I saw that game. They were going bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah. Um. So. And it's like they wanted to wanted. And once you start doing that, you can't just. It's almost like it's hard, really, really hard to just turn it back on. Oh shit, we got a score now. Yeah, it's why it's why I don't like that style, but it happens, you know. All right, so next we have West Virginia, Moorhead State. Now, I said Moorhead State, not Murray State, so I don't feel like this will be as big of an issue for West Virginia. They should win. Clemson, Rutgers. A lot of people are in Rutgers, and I'm like, not. I think Rutgers really, really stumbled to the finish line, and their quad one wins are brutal. They, they just haven't played well against good teams this year. It isn't to say that Clemson necessarily played really well against good teams this year, but I just don't like the scenario for Rutgers. I'm not a little surprised they're even in the tournament, but I guess they've won enough games in the front end of the schedule. Listen, you're, if you're Clemson, you can't be losing to Miami. That's that's not good. Mm. Um, you know, you, 
Well, you know, I'm looking at the Clemson schedule. I'm looking at for their good wins. Uh, they beat Florida State by by ten. Mm-hmm. But you know, Virginia that was a loss. Virginia Tech a loss, a bad loss. Uh, Florida State the rematch at Florida State a mm-hmm. big loss. Beat Louisville, but Louisville isn't as good as everyone thought they were. Mm-hmm. They lost to Duke by twenty six in Cameron Indoor. They beat North Carolina. They beat Syracuse. They beat a rematch in Georgia with Georgia Tech. And if you're looking for, they beat Maryland, which isn't bad. Early in the season, I guess you could say, you know, no, they beat Purdue by two points Mm -hmm. really early in the season. They beat Alabama. They beat Maryland. So I guess if you go back further, the resume looks better. They beat Moorhead State, another tournament team. But, you know, they didn't beat anybody. I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying on Rutgers. I just. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Clemson, I have trouble with the, as well. But it's, I guess, the point of here is that neither team is that good. I just figured I'd, I'd take the one that came in with a slightly better momentum. But like you said, it's not like Clemson came in on good momentum. It's just better than what Rutgers did. So that's as much as I'm willing to say about that game. Houston, Cleveland State, you said that there's a potential, I don't know if I'd say upset, but you figure Cleveland State might cut this one a little close? Well, I don't know if less than 20 is close, but I definitely think they could cover 20. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would say that I think Houston's had a nice season. They had some quality wins against Memphis. They beat, well, they literally beat everybody in in the AAC tournament. You know they they beat Memphis the second time in the in the in the tournament in the ACC AAC tournament, so they've done a pretty good job this year. Good team, good team. They play good defense as well. So low scoring team, no doubt. And Cleveland State eh, tries to bring up the pace, but I think against that defense, it won't be quite it won't be working for them quite as well. So um, yeah, I well, we all saw that. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting to that Horizon League tournament, which was fantastic. It was. Really good. All the overtimes. It was so good. Oh, I was waiting. Oh, I thought you had. A, I thought there was more. No, I got, I got nothing else. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm not really crazy about West Virginia, but they should win that first game at least. Yeah, I think so. I mean, from that point on, it it you just don't know. Like you think, well, they could beat the winner of San Diego State Syracuse, but you're not confident about it. Huggins has his own history, and then against. You know, Houston, let's say Houston. Like, eh, I mean, they could. Yeah, yeah exactly. I got it. It's just it's a weird team. Yeah. So, if they were to get that far, then you've got Illinois. I would not like their chances against Illinois. Even if it was Oklahoma State, I still wouldn't like their chances. Because Oklahoma State played them tough. Like, I think that's... that's... Beat them, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, they beat them. That's right. I think that's right. They did beat them. So... I I feel like they could make the final four, but they're just gonna have a tough path. They would have to do extraordinary things in order to get there. Do things they haven't done yet this season, basically. Because they lost um their last two games against Oklahoma State. So that alone is a big reason why I wouldn't trust them there. Illinois is a great team, so I would not trust them there either. And then as you said, even earlier in the tournament 
would they be able to comprehend a 2-3 zone? I don't know. I mean, their offense is whatever. Like, I, I guess it's... I mean, they said that they're a decent offense this year, so I think they're pretty good. So we'll see. But um, I think I already said that. I, I have Illinois coming out of here. How about you? Same, same. Illinois. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Illinois, very talented team. Io's good. The other guy's good. They got the big center. He's a good... It's a good team. Definitely a good team. So I, I, I think that's going to... I think that is... Um, that's their that's their that's their regional to lose, and I don't really see anybody get in their way. I feel like if someone's gonna upset it, it'll be someone like Oregon State or Oklahoma State. Those are some pesky teams. They play well. One plays good defense. The other one has a like a near superstar in Cade Cunningham. So either one of those matchups would be really really challenging for them. But uh, and you'd get a really good game. So I'm looking forward to that to that elite eight. Eh, no, no, sweet sixteen when they get if they get that far. So we'll see. That would be a real. I, I think, and I didn't even mention Tennessee. So if Tennessee got there, I mean, maybe it would be a good game. But I'm sure too. But we know the Rick Barnes factor is just going to be too much for Tennessee. So, quick question. Oh, no, you're... no, no. Oh, ten, hand ten, wave. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, did you do you see do you see Tennessee making the Sweet Sixteen? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks for the call. <laughs> yeah, fingered, hand wave. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. How far do they go? Who's beating them? Uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Oklahoma State. Okay, so that means they make it to the second round in Oklahoma State. Maybe. I, I might be up in the air on that one. But that's as far as they'll get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I them. feel confident about. Yeah. Like, they will not advance past the first weekend. That I feel really good about. i really good about that. Now, the question for me is, do they even get past the first game? I say no. I think that Oregon State, who have covered the spread against a lot of teams all year long, in conference, out of conference, they're going to be right there. And if that's the case, you know what happens in a close game with Tennessee. They will they will get very, very tight. And so I would favor Oregon State in that scenario. So I feel like the chances are very good here for the Beavers. What, what, what's the number in that game? Ah, great question. Great question. It is, last I checked, of course, this will change with each day, seven and a half. And I love that. I love that. Seven and a half points for Oregon State. Oh wow! Yeah, I would do it. I would do it. Yep. Yeah, that that's not even a question. I got, I'm in on that one. Um, okay, so then we look ahead toward uh, what else? The East, and that's the last of our back of our regionals. Michigan, you're higher on them than me, but having said that, Michigan still got a very deep roster. So even without Livers, they can win a couple of games here. Um, to me, the toughest matchup for Michigan in the early going is going to be whoever comes out of the LSU St. Bonaventure game. That is going to be tough. That is going to be very, very tough. So if you beat any either points of those, in that game too. one more time, then we'll see points in that game too. Well, if it's LSU, absolutely. You see so many points. Yeah. But even St. Bonnie is like the same thing. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, It'll be in that kind of game. You could you could flip a coin sometimes because with that much scoring, 
there'll be a lot of points, but and it'll probably be close, and we'll have free throws deciding it, and that means it could go either way. So I, I just think that'll be a very interesting matchup. Um, you're big on Georgetown. I am too. I I love Georgetown. I I'm know, never I'm never big on Georgetown over here. I know, like, but it's not a Georgetown show. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta what, give it to them though. They played great. They've been they've been tremendous. They played with a lot of heart. They crushed some of those teams, and they've they've shut it down on the defensive end. It's really good. So I'm happy for them. And Colorado, uh, people out there will be ready to say terrible job out of the Colorado Buffaloes at the end of it, we think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I, I do think that if Colorado wins, it's not going to shock anybody. Cause they no, 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 it'll be a big game out of McKinley Wright is what it's going to be. Yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's a good feel right there. Florida State, North UNC Greensboro, I don't have a clue. I will let you take that one. I have no idea. I don't know. Florida State, not that the Spartans are a bad team because they're not. Actually pretty good, but probably a little more defensive mm-hmm. than, you know. I mean, FSU plays good defense too, but I don't know. You might want to look at the, the over-under in that one just to uh, scout that out. Mm. But uh, I don't have that number on me. Let me see if I can get it. Let me see if I can get it. The over-under... While we do that, I want to get your feeling of the first four. We're not going to waste our time with the two 16-seed games, which is a disgrace. Uh, we This has been talked about already, but the 16 should not play each other. That's unfair. But if we go to the other two games, Drake versus... Ed, it's all about the money and the ratings. You get two more power teams in. Mm. I don't even know. Yeah, and there's one loudmouth down at the book. Loudmouth, he's a decent guy, I think. If you remember, I was complaining about him that one time when he was cheering every every basket Seton Hall made when I had the other way <laughs> a month or so ago. Right. I was talking to him, sitting next to him a few times. He's a little loud, but he's all right. And knows what he's talking about, too. Um, but, yeah, yeah, he was going on and on and on about, you know, some of these mediocre, you know, mediocre – SEC, ACC, Big 12, Big 10 teams getting going over like a Belmont. You know, who went like 26 and 4 and whatnot. But it's, it's <laughs> what does that matter same. what the record of the regular season was in that scenario? Like, right, right. It's right. such an so apple to an orange in that spot. I mean, is Belmont, is Belmont good? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I'm like, why are we, I'm like, why are we wasting time on this argument? It's, it's always been this way and it's not changing anytime soon so right. why waste your breath yeah no i mean it's uh i yeah it's, it's belmont good uh i don't know i mean they're not in the tournament so i guess they're not that good so but uh let me give you the over under for the unc greensboro florida state game it is 145 145 one four five. Might consider going low on that. I don't know. That's uh, it's tough. I need five more points to really. I, I gotta I gotta take a look at some of the yeah. trends and metrics. That's like tough. I said, I'll start I'll start getting going on that tomorrow. Yeah, ready. So so that's 
let's go to the first of the first the the first notable first four game. So it goes back to the West bracket, Wichita Drake, and we did not make a call in that specific game, but we can do so here. So between the two, which which side do you like? Uh, I think I like the Shockers. I think they finish better. Uh, you know, decent run in the AAC tournament versus a Drake team that just hasn't looked the same since they came back from the since from their COVID recess. Interesting. Yeah, I mean that's true. And I, I mean, I, they were dominant at the beginning of the year. What were we fourteen zero, fifteen zero, seventeen zero, something like that? They went a long time without losing a game. It's a lot like it's a lot like Baylor. A lot like Baylor. I'm not sure if they were killing teams like Baylor were, but but that is a lot like Baylor. Just... Uh, uh, you ask who was it there that they uh, Southern Illinois? A- ask them. <laughs> killed them, slaughtered them on back to back nights. Oh, that's right. Boy, I was like, oh, I, I was on that train for a while too, the Southern Illinois train. No, I was off that quickly. They 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 lost so much steam that year, and after that. They tanked practically, right? Like that was that was a mess. that was a disaster. I was watching the one of them. And it's like it's like oh my goodness, what? Oh yeah, yeah. You kind of start feeling bad for him after a while. It's like man, yeah. Salukis, what are you doing? Jeez. Yeah. So so no. <laughs> but I will take Drake though. I think they were tough. They obviously were good enough to make the the championship round against Loyola Chicago. And they were in the game, so I fig I thought that that would be a very pesky matchup. It was, but I don't think they covered the spread. I still think that that was a good game, and so I'll take Drake. But again, I don't. That doesn't mean that they're gonna do it. It's only a two point spread, so it's like I don't think there's really a wrong answer with that game. It's gonna be a really good game. No, yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, so looking forward to that. And then later, the big matchup, which. Pretty late. I, it's actually going to be on close to ten, like around ten o'clock in the east. Um, I guess it doesn't hurt Michigan fan, Michigan State fans, too much because that would be nine o'clock. But you know, you think maybe they put that one on earlier. But I guess that's just how the scheduling works out. Um, this is also one of the byproducts of putting all the first four into one night because usually, usually those are two nights. You have two nights. You have like a you know like a, a shearing game in the beginning, and then you have the better game for prime time. For, well, for deeper prime time. Uh, well, but... also, well, also, it was like the first two games were for, you know, they play the first two games on Tuesday, and those would be the Thursday teams, and the next two games on Wednesday were the Friday teams because they had to go from Dayton to wherever they were. Right, 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 wherever right. Wherever they were going. Right, but since they're all kind of in the same area this year, it's not yeah, as there's no, not no as, travel. Right, not as essential. Good point. Good point. So this the final of all these games is Michigan State UCLA. In the beginning, I was on UCLA, but I looked at some recent trends. UCLA is two and ten against the spread since January sixteenth, and in that same yeah. time period, Michigan State against the spread was significantly better. They were just above 500, and I think they officially the number was, let's see, it was, let me see, it was, uh, it was six and five, yeah. So, clear edge to me for, clear edge to me for, 
for for Michigan State. I don't think you want to overthink this one either. So what do you think about that game? I think Michigan State, the only overthinking I'm doing is, are we giving too much to the Izzo factor? I don't know. Right. I mean, we've seen them lose as a – was that a 15 over or two? I believe it was, wasn't it? Is that the last 15 over or two? Uh, when they got beat by it, yeah, no, I, it, it was – I think so. I think Middle Tennessee State beat them. Yes, and... yes. But I... I'm, I, was that the last 15 too? It might have been. Yeah, because I was thinking it's between that or the Missouri one. I think it was um, – I think it was – well, no, the well, Missouri and Duke went down the same day, but that was Michigan State was definitely after that. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely after that because it was like around 2014. So. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I'm seeing here it's 2016. So they were the last one, and then before that, a team that you will love forever: Florida Gulf Coast, Dunk City, against Georgetown. Over Georgetown, yeah. yeah. I remember I was I was out somewhere. <sighs> What was happening at that game? Oh, um, I had to work late. It was a Friday. It was the Friday. I had to work late. And, of course, this all happens around my birthday. And I forget if it was my birthday that day or what just happened. But my mom showed up where I worked. And she's like, you're out in 10 minutes, right? I said, yeah. She's like, well, come on. We're going over. We're going over across the street. We're, we're getting a, getting you a dinner for birth for your birthday or whatever. And that game was the one on at the time. And I'm sitting there eating and I'm watching this game and I'm going, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> it's wild, man. Yeah, it, it was. Well, it, well, it, it, it was not as wild as it was not as wild as. Uh, as the UMBC over Virginia thing, because that was. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. That's something we didn't think we would ever see. 16 over a one. Well, no one had seen it before. So, and that was, a, and it wasn't like a fluke. It wasn't a buzzer beater. It wasn't a half court heave. It was they systematic taking a part of a one seed. Yep. 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 That was a, that was, as they say, a beat down. It was a beat down for sure. Yeah. It was, yeah, that was something else, wasn't it? Like that, um, what are we looking at? Um, So, and then I think similarly, Florida Gulf Coast in their second game also crushed whoever. Like they just destroyed the next team. Yeah, yeah, and I I remember the whole thing was like, oh, now we have to have like, we have to like get the funds and travel party together to go somewhere else the next weekend. We weren't quite (laughs) (laughs) prepared. Yeah, that was some night. They were dunking all over the place. I mean, they just crushed that team. I forgot who it was. It's funny. But uh, I'll never forget that run. That was a great run. And Andy Enfield came to USC, and he's been there ever since. He's actually still there. He's been there a long time, if, if, if you think about it. They showed how long. The other night, they showed how many seasons he'd been there, and I was like, wow. It really, really sneaks up on you. Yeah. And I don't see any – here comes a mush. I don't see any indication of him leaving after this season or anything else. I think he's here to stay because the expectations for USC are never going to be on the level of UCLA. So, like, if, no. if they can make his way sweet 16 once in a while, that's pretty much where they want to be. 
Like the focus is never on basketball over there. Um, and it's, it's a good spot. And I think he's got people to the NBA. He's going to do it again with Evan Mobley. I mean, that oh, is, yeah. it's a fun team to watch. Yeah. Certainly he's not the best at closing games when it's close and tight and whatever against good teams, but it's a very watchable product. It's a very interesting team. And, and I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. I, I think, you know, I know we make the joke about just fine isn't good enough, but for USC basketball, yeah, it is. Cause it's, they are very relevant compared to what they used to be. So I'm happy about that. Um, I just hope they can win one game. Like <laughs> if they could just beat that Wichita Drake winner, I think that would, to me, that's a success. If you, whatever you do after that, whatever they do after that, I think we'll see, but here would be a really fun parlay. So, the three teams I, I root for were throughout the season. I'm a Mike 44. Like I root for USC, UCSB, and San Diego State. <laughs> all three of them. So what would a money line of all three of them to win their respective games be? I don't know yet because I don't think they have money lines yet for these games. But um, I think that would be quite an interesting parlay. Um, I, I'd have to be way ahead to do this, but... I, if they did, you know, like all of them just to win one game, I don't think it's completely out of the question. Uh, the UCSB one clearly would be the toughest of the three, right? But um, hey, hey, you know, you know what else is out there is the uh, is the all OSU parlay. That's oh yeah, all OSU parlay. That's a fun one. Let me see if I can conjure that up now. Hold on a second, I'm gonna try this. It's a fun. Idea. I I I I take the points with. With uh, Oregon State, though. No, I'm going to – that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to – I mean, officially, that's what you – well, maybe you just do that with all of them, right? So, like, you – now, I don't know what the – see, the problem with the USC game is that because there's a playing game in front of it, I don't know what the point spread is yet. And that's an important factor because if USC – what's the number for you? Like, what would what, – how low would the number have to be for you to lay the points with USC? So what do you think about that? For me, it cannot be more. It can't be more than three. If it's more I was than... gonna say, I was gonna say four. Yeah, four is a yeah. That's about that's right about where I would where my where threshold is. So if they're getting four and a, if they're giving four and a half or five, and, and watch them and watch that be the line too. Four and a half. It's totally, you know, it. You're you're right. Vegas. It's it's <laughs> Vegas. And then us too, because like we totally <laughs> in the desert. <laughs> so you, we being the degenerates we are, we're like, yeah, it's exactly. I feel like because we're like, oh, this is the number. That's totally gonna be the number. It's gonna be like four. And so they're just gonna make that difficult. I'm like, well, it's like like Ricky last night at the book. He sits down at the table I'm sitting at. He's like, what you got tonight, buddy? I go, well, I kind of like this. I kind of like that. I got. Heard some people talking, and I kind of agree. The Jazz Celtics over, which of course did not come in. But he goes, "Oh, what's that got to be? Uh, I haven't looked yet. What, one thirty, one twenty-eight, somewhere in there." I'm like, "One twenty-nine and a half." Wow, <laughs> one twenty-nine and a half, right on it. So I'm trying to find all these games. Like, let's see. Um, I think we can mock the the OSU parlay. I'm just trying to find it. I will use points for Oregon State because I feel like that's the smart thing to do. So Oklahoma State, just to win, minus 360. Oregon State to cover, plus 8. 
at regular odds. And no, if you gave him to win though, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Well, I'll do oh both. yeah, that'll be a hell of a ticket. I'll do both. I'll do both. Now Ohio State to cover sixteen, I don't like, so I'm just gonna do the the money line. Well, what is it? It's, it's be- minus two thousand one hundred. So oh. I I don't. <laughs> I don't think you're going to – I don't even know if there's a point in doing that, but – No. <laughs> no, because, like, if they lose, then you're you're screwed. Like, you know, Yeah, yeah. For what, 10 more cents? <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not worth it. So we won't – we'll leave them out of that. But the other two, if you go Oregon State points and Oklahoma State to win, it's plus 139. So 100 to win 139. Pretty good. If you get Oregon State to win the game – and or Oklahoma State to win the game. It's plus 398. 398. Yeah. That's a lot of cabbage. So that's interesting. Well, what, what, what if you get, what if you just end up giving, what, how many points is uh? It's a lot. 16 for Ohio State. Six. No, no, the, the Pokes. Oh, the Pokes. Uh, um, It is seven, which is not, a, not outrageous. Not outrageous. No, it's not. So I would do well, the. Let's say you did that, and then for Oregon State, you just get you just take the points on them. So it's plus two fifty. Okay, so that that seems worth it. A very yeah. decent chance of both of those taking place. Yeah, that seems worth it. So uh, Oregon State, and Oklahoma State gets it done. Yeah. Well, one minute to go in a one point game in the NIT here. Oh, we got. Uh, well, we got Western Kentucky up one. And they are getting two, which is important. And it is St. Mary's ball. Are you going? But you had faded them last time in the Conference USA Championship, right? This is interesting. I'm looking at it here. And and, and now it's a two-point Gales lead. Ah, just like that. Western Western Kentucky has led this entire game until now. Well, that that sounds way too familiar. It sounds oh, like does, North does Texas. It? Does it? Oh, <laughs> well, North Texas was in that game. Yeah. This was like double digits in the second half type shit. Oh, no. It. It, it was in that nine to ten point range from a lot so, of So are they pulling a Doc Rivers? Well, it was, but they just had a big slam by Bassey, and now it is tied. And, well, no, there is time on the shot clock. So, oh, steal by the red team. This Ooh. is good. Shot here. Driving block. Ooh. They're gonna call the block on that drive with three point three to go. Oh boy, yay! Ooh. I want to see it again, but I, I think it was probably a good call. Yeah, that's funny. It's, well, it's good. It's good here. Let's see. Oh yeah, that's a foul. That's a foul all day. Good job taking it to the hoop and not like settling for some stupid ass step back three at the buzzer. Right. That kills that kills Brian even more. Greatest playing basketball, the step back three at the buzzer. Yeah, that's that's, and then you're like down one two when you do that, or even if you're tied, like that just that's just yeah. that's infuriating. It is. Um, just go to the basket. This can happen. <laughs> the foul is very much in play in this scenario. Yeah. It, <laughs> that that's. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, we'll no, see if they hang out with that. Oh, yeah. it's good. Hey, we didn't talk about Alabama in that East bracket. That's a fun team. What do you think? Uh, you know what? I could see them coming out of that bracket. Yeah. 
I really like them. I like uh, them here. They, yeah. They have to hit those threes, but they're a fun team that go up and down and whole thing. Ah, he made both of them. Three point three with a two point lead. I can't lose right now. And we're going to Randy Bennett's going to take a timeout. So, okay. But they got to go the length of the floor down two with three point three. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, since it's Western Kentucky, I could see him giving up a, a three to win this thing or to lose <laughs> this thing, but right. that really wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't break my heart. <laughs> there you go. Hello, guy. Hello, buddy. And this 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 guy here, you can't you can't do anything. He's always he's always gonna have the attention. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Wyatt. Hello, Wyatt. Wyatt. Nice to meet you, little guy. Let me see you, big guy. Big guy, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big boy. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I could see, I could see Bama, Bama coming out of that region. I think I'm going to take them to come out of that region. If they go real cold from from three, that's a risk you're taking. Yeah. But we've seen teams get hot from from three and see see them carry it a long way in this thing. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, in, in act, you know, if you think about it, oh, never mind. Um, if you think, <laughs> if you think about it, um, it's I I like their defense, and they've got some good guard play. I mean, their guard, their backcourt's great. You know, Shackelford, I I think has been can get really hot from time to time, so he's. He's a fun watch. Um, out of this regional, I have Texas coming out of there, and that would be maybe my other choice. And I'll decide by tomorrow mm-hmm. on that. But uh, Texas, I'm I obviously was quite happy with the other day. But uh, we got a great player in Jericho Sims. They got a great story in Andrew Jones. The coach is pretty good. Shock is smart. Now with hair. Yes. It might be a Samson effect too, because people were kind of down on him, you know. Ah. <laughs> and he grows the hair, and you know now he's got something going. But I always thought he was a good coach. I just really I couldn't fathom him going somewhere and failing, even though it might have took taken a little while. Mm-hmm. But that's sometimes why you have to have patience with a coach. I forgot who it was, one of these teams or whatever, and it's like how how much patience they had to have, and then they got there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was one of the smaller teams here. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, you look here, and the three to win, and it's short. Off the back. Western Kentucky wins. There you go. Nice nice cover there. Well done. Pretty cool. Uh, and if you want to talk about people who don't have patience, like apparently Utah, think that they're some kind of – I don't of, know what they're thinking. Like, that, I think they, they, they think they're some kind of special program. I, Brian and I were like, uh, yeah, you're making a mistake here. I was shocked. I, I was legitimately shocked. Kristoviak yes. was, has been nothing but solid with Utah for years and years and years. And maybe they slipped a little bit this year, but I mean, really guys, like he's taking the most out of not a lot. We're getting the most yeah. out of it. And what are your expectations that you, for Utah basketball? Somebody's got to got to tell me. And, yeah. whatever, and whatever expectations you have, it's because of Larry Kraskoviak. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, that's a real that's a real surprise to me. It is. Like I, I saw it on the news. I'm like, what? What? Are, what are they doing? Like I, I just can't get over that one. You know. Unless they think, unless they're gonna really try to get Craig Smith, and they think Craig Smith's the real deal. Oh, I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. That's my comments on that. Um, all right, so be you know, so be it, right? So um, now let's get into the remainder of the predictions, and it really I mean, amounts to a couple. I mean, I mean, how entertaining was he in that in that one interview though? Because he was was Craig Smith. I mean, he's he's got fire, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's done a good job. I mean, oh well, yeah. I mean, I hadn't even freaking heard of Utah State before him, so. <laughs> well, I think the thing, wait, so what, Utah State, that's, and, and well, you're talking about what is Craig Smith the real deal. We're going to find out in a couple days. Like, can they beat Texas Tech? Right. And we'll have a very, very quick answer to that question. If they get blown out, I, I don't think Craig Smith this is the real deal, <laughs> to be honest. That should be a wonderful game for Utah State. I, I don't really they, – they cannot oh, yeah. get blown out. No, 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 no. Well, Utah State's a pretty good team. And the defense is on point a lot of the time. I mean, I don't know, not all the time, but, yeah. So so we will see on that. I, I think it – well, I mean, the two of us, you know what we're rooting for. We'll be rooting for Utah State. That's easy. It's not even a debate. Um, I think that game's a pick em. I mean, that. I'm, I mean, that, that Kata kid – he had nine blocks the other night. Nine yeah, I, I I remember that. I, I against UNLV and so on, and then later against who was it? But no, I, I yeah, nine blocks is not nothing. I, I mean, I thought he got away with some contact during that game, but but no, no, he he was great. Even the game after, he was great too. So he, he he's able to block shots from no matter who the opponent is. He's very I good. Yeah, you just had like eight straight double doubles or something. Mm-hmm. No, no, I get it. I I get it. You know, <laughs> totally. Um, hmm. that's interesting. Guess we'll see. No, um, so cool. at any rate, uh, what else? I was wrong about the tonight. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I said I was wrong about the Clippers tonight. <laughs> uh oh, they losing? Oh, they're losing. Oh, they're not just losing; they're losing. <laughs> yeah, what well, points in the third quarter? It's an NBA game. It's not over yet. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, just like I said with the Philadelphia game. I mean, it's definitely not over. And, and but it's tricky because this is a rematch game. They just played the same. They, the same two teams played like two days ago. So. It's very tricky when you have them play again so soon after they just played. That's really tough to. It's tough for me to evaluate a game like that. I don't like to do it. In fact, in the NHL, the same way. Like I don't. I don't like to go after teams that just played against each other. Like I. I don't know. Like teams will make adjustments, right? Man, I. I will say I'm glad that I missed a lot of the Horizon League games and MAC games and CUSA games. That where they played Friday and then Saturday, the same team in the same place. Yeah. Because I would work with me working on Saturdays is I would have to uh, get my butts in the early slate Mm -hmm. stuff on Friday night. 
and right. those those games would have been ending at you know nine o'clock, eleven o'clock, and the lines were not set. Mm-hmm. The odds were not set, and those would be like four and five o'clock games the next day. Mm-hmm. I would getting out of work. I couldn't get down there to get in on the action until about five five thirty. Mm-hmm. So there'd be a handful of games and they were all Mac horizon conference USA Sunbelt stuff like that. Who, the leagues that were doing that deal. And, uh, but you're right. It, it's hard to, hard to gauge what's going to happen. You see a team get rocked one night and it's like, Oh yeah, they'll get it. They'll lose by double digits again. How do you come back from, you know, a shellacking like that? And the next game they either win or it's super close. It's a one possession game. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So up or... I think a lot. I think a lot of it, especially in the colleges, you know, their kids and they're inconsistent and yeah, the whole deal. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a surprise and it's not even a disappointment. It's just it's almost expected. Like you figure that no two teams play exactly the same way all the time. You, it's more liable to happen in the pros. And even in the pros, it doesn't happen. Otherwise, you know, a seven-game series in the NBA would just be a sweep every time if that was true. But you know that's not true because teams will respond and react, and then teams will try to combat that, and they'll try to react within the game. And so the more you get to play another team, the more familiar you will be with that team. And so you can usually punch back in the second game or the third game or whatever it may be. So... Uh, yeah, those, those rematch games are tough. Like that's why I, I'm never sure. Although I did remember, <laughs> I think what was wasn't Southern Illinois that team I was telling you about, where like every single time in the second game of one of those back-to-back games, this is not the Horizon League or the MAC. This is actually the MVC. But man, every almost every single time they had a rematch game, they played worse in the second game than the first game. Every single time, like they would win by ten and they win by like two. Or they would win by ten, or they lose by ten. Like they never did better in the second game than they did in the first game, and I just thought that was a very interesting trend. Yeah. So it just teams react to it differently too. So that's it's another element of it. It's just hard to really evaluate. So, but at least with this situation, it's a one and done. So final four. Just to recap, um, I have, I think you picked Gonzaga. Yep. You picked. You didn't pick Baylor, I know that. You took nope. Now you said Purdue. I don't know if you were joking, so I'm gonna say you picked Ohio State. Is it Ohio State? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Purdue. Oh, Purdue. That is that is a that is bold. That is bold. But you know what? If there's a time for bold, this is the time for bold, because I feel like we could really have a lot of a lot of surprises this year in the in the tournament. Okay. Midwest, you're going Illinois? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. Illinois. See, I don't even have to look at the paper. I already knew that. <laughs> I know. For me, I know it's Illinois. And then from the east, you said Bama? Yes, I'm saying Bama. Okay, so that's the final four for Chris and Syracuse. My final four, Gonzaga. I have Arkansas, and I hate it. I really do. But I'm just going to stay with it. I have Illinois. I love that. And then from the west, from the east, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with Texas and Shaka Smart because he's done it before VCU. So uh, those are my final four. So now let's get into the final four. 
who will be the winners of the two semifinal games? Gonzaga and Illinois. All right. And I have the exact same two, Gonzaga and Illinois as well. So it sets up a great championship game, Gonzaga versus Illinois. And the winner of the national championship is... Gonzaga, I know everyone's on it. I know, I know, I know. But if there's ever been a clear, dominant Gonzaga team, as you opened with, this is it. Yeah. You know, I you know, I said. The thing is, I kind of thought that way last year too. It's kind of like if if Mark Few isn't going to win with this team, what's it going to be? Yeah. Great question. When's it going to be? <laughs> If he can't do it with the with this team, when is he ever going to do it? This is as good a team as he's ever had. Legit NBA talent on this team. You're ever gonna get there too? Yeah, yeah. This does have a. This is the last shot feel to it, doesn't it? I don't know about that. It's. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't think they're gonna be dead ever again. It's just you know everything coming together this year mm-hmm. and. They're a team that can that does legitimately recruit now lottery level and NBA and lottery level talent like a Suggs and a Kispert and those kind of guys. And they can get the one and dones, but you know, as we as we've seen with Kentucky and Duke at times, uh, the one and done deal, you know, sometimes it's lightning in a bottle and other times it just never comes together. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would be really happy if they won, definitely. I I I'm I'm actually. I've, there have been years where I've been rooting against them because I feel like they're overrated. But they're not overrated. This is a great team. They've beaten great teams already. They're gonna. Oh, can... I'm sorry. Who? No, I was just thinking the anti Mark Few. Is that Tommy? Is that Tommy? That's... No, I think it's Andy who's anti Mark Few. Yeah. Yeah, that's like Andy though. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta admit this is a great team and everybody admits that this year everybody but despite that i'm gonna go with illinois i think io is just amazing this is a good team too and they come from a great conference and they've been battle tested they've had a lot of close games they've won a lot of close games they've they've been in all the all the tough spots and they've come out of them ahead a lot of the time so It'll be a great game. It's going to be a close game, but I'm going to pick Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. But it, not going to, not, not really going to argue with it on yeah. that one. I mean, it's going to be great. By the time both teams, you know, it's, you know, that's the thing about this, though. You get there, it's a one game series. Yeah. Yeah. Winner take all. It's like basically like every game to game seven, you know, <laughs> you get to play like five game sevens or something like that, you know? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. The only one that's not a game seven is that first round for a lot of the teams. Some of the teams, it's still a game seven. You get to their close matchups, like eight nines. It's like a game seven out of the box. So, you know, but, but for all the top seeds or, you know, nearly top seeds, you have like an easy game and then you get a whole lot of like game sevens, game seven, game seven, game seven. So imagine that many, I mean, because every game is an elimination game. So it's like that kind of intensity every single time every single round and there is no fallback plan there is no chance to make up the game you can't wait for game three to go back home this is the game if you don't win the game you're going home so that's the beauty of this tournament and this is 
This has been fun. I want to thank you for for previewing this with me. Um, do you have any final thoughts before you before log off tonight? Uh, only that I hope we can all, no matter who wins, no matter how bad your bracket is, no matter how much money you lose, that you can enjoy having a tournament because we all know now what it feels like to not have this and it sucks yeah, it did. <laughs> so <laughs> i mean just i mean i was even thinking about that kind of thing this past weekend with the conference tournaments even though you know it's, it's still there it's still a problem and still rears its ugly head and remind you know and reminds us that it's there but you know, we've, we've kind of adapted. We've kind of, you know, worked around things and worked through things. We're, we're quite adaptive creatures. And I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks, and I hope everybody else is too. Yeah, thank you. That's very well said, Chris. And I extend the same to all of you listening tonight and watching tonight on YouTube. We hope you've enjoyed this preview, and good luck to all your brackets. And, of course, Chris, good luck to your bracket as well, along with all the spread bets should be a good time. Thanks again, man. This is fun. This was fun. Thank you so much oh, for joining me. We'll get together again sometime. Absolutely. Absolutely. It would be good to do that uh, first, second round recap. So would you be down for that next week? Uh, I think so. Okay. We'll get in touch. We'll be in touch. Sounds good. Chris, thanks again. Good luck. And and, and here's to a great tournament. Yep. Oh, you got you got some racing on too at the, at the background? I hear some. I hear party music. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm on the NHL scoreboard for ESPN, and there's music coming from somewhere. And oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I know what that is. I know what that is. So you probably have it on a half screen. If you expand the window, what you're listening to is music from highlights on a video player. But you have to like ex you have to maximize the window to get to see that. It is extremely annoying. I have to mute my no. tab. I can't even find where it's coming from, man. You won't see it. You have to like stretch the window all the way to the end. Like you have to, you have to bring it all the way. You have to really make it wide, and then you'll see this little video thing pop up. That is. I, that's what. It sounds like. I, I know I was full screen, and I still. Kind oh, of, still not showing up. Uh, I don't know. But but that's, but that's exactly what it sounds like. Is <laughs> yeah. There's there's some highlight playing with no narration and just video. Yeah, because they don't, I guess they don't have the rights to broadcast the audio of the game. So they only show you the video of the game and then they do some generic music in the back. So that's that's what you're hearing. Gotcha. It's, it's incredibly irritating, I have to say. Because I can't keep that screen up. I, I, have to mute my, I have to mute my computer or mute the tab in order to, to have that up. So it's just, yeah. Okay, so that, at least figured out what that was. So anyway, just to repeat, I agree. Enjoy, good luck, and we'll be in touch, Chris. Thanks so much. Yep. Later. Later. Take it easy, man. That's Chris and Syracuse, and that's our show tonight. Good stuff. Thank you very much, everybody, for for tuning in. Um, this has been this has been a good preview. Good luck, everybody, to your brackets as well. And um, we invite you to stay with us with continuing coverage. We're going to keep going with this, I think, for the next round at least. And so we should be back next week for more. On, on the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Meanwhile, I wish you good night. Thank you for tuning in. And also thank you for this, for listening and watching our selection show a couple days earlier. Uh, I am Dave Medina. You can find us on Twitter 
at DitCow, on the web, DitCow.com, Apple Podcasts, Dave in the City Out West, Twitch, at TV is eating a sandwich if you're bored enough to follow me there. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. Enjoy, good luck, and we will see you next time. <laughs>